What's up, friends? It's Haley Hines, a.k.a. Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. Welcome back to another episode of Give Them the Bird and Happy New Year. I hope you all were able to celebrate the new year in a safe and fun way. I know that I personally was in bed by 9 p.m. and I think a lot of people close to me were also in bed by like 9, 9.30. I didn't even attempt to see the ball drop. Um, I purchased Disney Plus. That was about the coolest thing that I did around the new year. But... I'm not going to be talking about New Year's resolutions in this episode because I already kind of covered that topic in episode number 10. However, if you have set some fitness-related New Year's resolutions or just goals that you want to work for in 2021, I think this episode might be really helpful for you. So for me personally, I decided to set some fitness-related goals for 2021, and I knew that I needed some sort of support to help me reach those goals. So I recently purchased a... It's like a joint movement and mindfulness monthly subscription, and I'm really excited about it. I really like it, and I'm going to talk more about it at the end of this um, episode in the event any of you might be interested in it, but when I was purchasing it, it made me think back to all the fitness programs that I've purchased in my lifetime. Um, I think I started purchasing fitness programs when I was like, I don't know, maybe 18, Um, so it's been almost 10 years of purchasing programs. And I kind of had to laugh to myself because I was like, man, if I knew then what I know now, I never would have purchased any of those programs, I don't think. Or maybe like 95% of them I would not have purchased. And I started thinking about how much for one money that would have saved me, but also how my relationship with my body would totally be different. I think a lot of these programs just amplified the issues I was already experiencing at the time. And since I can't go back and tell myself, you know, the younger bird, the younger Haley, the things that I know now, I thought I would share them with you guys in the event that you find them helpful. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about a few things to look for when purchasing a fitness program and really highlight some things to look out for and to run the other way from when it comes to purchasing a fitness program. So let's dive on in. First and foremost... I wish I would have known to check the qualifications of the per- of the person I was purchasing a program from. So bare minimum, a person should at least have like some sort of certification in, a, in fitness or an exercise related field. So that could be like a certified personal trainer, a group exercise instructor. They might have, you know, a specific equipment certification. So if it's a kettlebell program, are they certified? um, Are they a strong first certified instructor? Um, If you're purchasing a yoga subscription from them, do they have a 200 hour yoga teacher training under their belt? So just making sure that they have qualifications. A qualification is not having a huge following on Instagram. Um, There are so many fitness influencers who, again, they're well-intentioned, but they literally make a lot of money by getting a lot of likes, but they haven't actually put the work in. They don't actually have a background um, or education in exercise or fitness. 
And because of that, you just can't guarantee that their program is going to be well made. Um, so first things first, look for certifications um, or some sort of background in fitness, whether it's a degree or not. You typically can find this on somebody's Instagram bio, but if you don't see it on their bio, if they have a website, check their about me section on their website. I guarantee you that if somebody has certifications, they're going to post them. Like we pay a lot of money, we put a lot of time into getting you know, certified or again, getting a degree in exercise or a related field. And so we, we know that we need to share those qualifications with people. So if you cannot find any sort of qualification or certification on this person, that's a good first clue that you should not purchase from them. The second thing I wish I would have known to look out for when purchasing fitness programs in the past would have been programs that promise specific physical results in a short period of time. So I'm talking like lose 10 inches in two weeks or drop 20 pounds in a month, um, four weeks to a six pack, like four week booty building guide, whatever. Anything that's promising big physical changes in a short period of time is a big ass red flag to me now. Now these big quote unquote results, they're typically related to weight loss. So um, that's obviously problematic. But what's even more worrisome about them is that these quick fix programs, they're the ones that are really enticing to us. Like as a society, we want quick fixes. We want instant gratification and we don't want to wait. And in order for these programs to work, what they're going to do is they're going to put you in a restricted diet. So whether that's low calorie or, um, you know, cutting out certain food groups completely, and they're really going to rub up your intensity on your exercise. And that's harmful and scary. And that's really the start of the cycle of dieting, which we know has so many negative consequences to it. Um, see episode three of the podcast for more info on the harmful impacts of dieting. Or I have a post on my Instagram um, that also lists some of those out. So even if a program like doesn't put a timestamp on it, if it's just like promising, promising that you're going to get, you know, a bigger butt from doing this or the body of your dreams or beach body ready, long lean legs. Those are the ones that I always went for because I tend to hold my fat in my thighs. Like I've got thick thighs. I always have. And I always was like, I want to get smaller legs, blah, blah, blah. So those were the ones that I always went for, the ones that promised long, lean legs. Even if they don't promise it in a short period of time, I still think that that's problematic. And that's because there is no way to guarantee that your body is going to look like what they're saying it's going to look like by the end of the program. Again, whether there's a timestamp on it or not. Like even if that way of working out or that program gave this person, person A, six pack abs or a big ass butt, whatever it was, it doesn't guarantee that that's going to be the result that you see. And that's because of freaking genetics, right? Like two people can do the same exact thing. We can eat the same thing. We can exercise the same way, sleep the same amount, um, drink the same amount of water, have the same levels of stress, live in the same home, et cetera, et cetera, and still have different body sizes. So for someone to say like, either do what I do and you can look like me or you know, do this program and you'll look like X, Y, and Z, that's false advertising. Your body might not respond to that style of eating or moving in the same way. Like for example, when I think about those long lean leg programs that I've purchased in the past, genetically, my body tends to hold more fat in my thighs. So in order for me to drop fat in my thighs, my body fat percentage, my body composition is going to have to drop to a dangerously low level 
So promising specific physical results in any given period of time, whether it's time bound or not, honestly, it's just a red flag. And again, because it's proving that the program is focusing on weight loss or focusing on changing your body shape and size, it's not focused on helping you develop a healthy relationship with exercise or finding movement that you enjoy. The desired outcome is a physical transformation and that's harmful and that's not going to help you create a healthy relationship with your body. A third thing I wish I could go back and tell my younger self to be aware of or look out for when purchasing a fitness program are programs that utilize transformation photos or before and after photos. Like if a program markets their program solely using transformation pictures, that is a total red flag because they're literally highlighting changing your body size as its main marketing strategy. They're preying on your insecurities. They're preying on, you know, fat being bad and creating this fear of fat or amplifying this fear of fat that we already have in our society. Even if the tagline or the the name of the program is more ambiguous, so it's not as obvious as like, get lean and shredded in four weeks or, you know, get your body back or lose the quarantine 15. Like if it's not, even if they're not as obvious, if they're a little bit more ambiguous, so it sounds more like become a better you in three months, right? Like becoming a better me could mean a lot of different things. I don't automatically think about weight loss when I think about becoming a better me. Um, But if I check out their marketing now and I see before and after pictures, that is totally problematic. And I think it's problematic because what it's doing is basically it makes it feel like it's negating all of the other successes or progress that maybe you've made throughout the program that have nothing to do with the way that your body looks. Like, I think when a program focuses on transformation photos or like the before and after, there are so many people that could participate in the program, not see a physical change in their body, but because your marketing strategy is slowly is solely before and after photos, they're going to think that they've made no progress because when they take their before and after pictures, they don't see a change. But little do they know, they're sleeping better. They um, have more confidence, like their stress is lower. They can walk up a flight of stairs and not get out of breath. So I think that the reason that transformation photos are problematic is because one, they're focusing on physical changes, but also because they negate all the other non-physical changes and progress points and improvements that can happen through getting active. And those non-physical things, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, those things are way more likely to happen than the physical change, right? Like we are way more likely to see a reduction in our stress, improvements in our mood, sleep better, et cetera, then we are to see the scale change um, or our body shape and size change. So if a program is solely focusing on transformation photos as their before and after, that's just a very good indicator that they are not promoting all of those other progress points throughout the program. And even if they do promote them, they're not, it's not the number one thing that they're promoting. They're promoting changing your body size. They're promoting weight loss. They're adding to diet culture. They're adding to this fear of fatness that our society has. And I would run from that. <laughs> Another thing that I wish I would have known when it came to purchasing 
um, programs in the past would have been to look out for programs that require way too much exercise way too soon. So um, I'm thinking about programs that, you know, you go from not working out at all to all of a sudden working out five to six days per week, especially if the program is focused on weight loss, that exercise is likely going to be like high intensity activity or um, pretty intense strength training. And it's really important that we start really small and increase from there. If we start something too hot right out of the gate, we really are setting ourselves up for failure. Um, there's actually studies that show the highest adherence rates are with programs that are like three to four days per week. So if they have planned workouts for you three to four days per week, I think that's really cool. Now, if you happen to be somebody that is already um, like fairly active or lightly active on like three to four days per week, I don't think bumping up your your frequency of exercise to like four to five or even maybe five to six days per week is that bad. Um, but again, if you're somebody that is currently not active or, you know, if you're sedentary, asking your body to all of a sudden do five to six days per week of activity is just going to be a little bit too much too soon. It's going to increase your risk for injury. It's going to decrease the likelihood that you stick with the program. And it's just not going to be the best experience that it could be for you. So those are some of the things that I encourage you to look out for or look for when purchasing a fitness program, things that I wish my younger self would have known. Um, so again, kind of recapping those, the first thing was to check the credentials of the person that you're purchasing from. Um, the second thing is to steer clear of programs that promise big results in a short period of time or really any sort of promising of physical transformation. Be aware of programs that utilize, again, those transformation photos as their main marketing strategy. And then lastly, be cognizant that the program you're purchasing isn't asking you to do too much too soon. I think those are four big takeaways um, that I have looking back at the programs that I purchased and basing it off of the knowledge that I have now. Now say that as I was going through those, you were like, shit, I've already purchased a program that has multiple red flags in it, what do I do? What do I do? If you have already joined a program that has one of those red flags or like things to look out for, not a big deal. Keep in mind that it is your program. You get to choose how frequently you do it, how intensely you do it. You get to choose how you measure your progress. And if you have the opportunity to talk one-on-one -on -one with the coach or if you're like put into um, a Facebook group um, with the other people that are participating in the program, you can be open and honest about it. You know, you can tell them, I'm going to choose not to post transformation pictures or show um, pictures of my body throughout the program. Instead, I'm going to really be measuring my progress to see how my performance with the workouts goes or how many more push-ups I can do by the end of it or checking improvements in my sleep, right? So measuring those non-scale wins. Um, if the program you purchase is asking you to do five to six days of high intensity exercise, you get to pick your intensity and your frequency. Maybe you start with three to four days per week and when you're ready, you can rev that up or you can do five to six days per week, but maybe you just drop the intensity down. Um, so again, just remember that if you've already purchased one of these programs, no big deal. It's your program. You get to choose what you do, how you do it, how hard you do it, how frequently you do it. You get to honor your body in whatever way makes sense for you. 
Also, side note, I love reviewing programs or like websites or pages. So feel free to reach out to me if you're like, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm happy to look it over and give you my two cents. Not that I'm like the expert of all experts, but it's something I enjoy doing. And I also like to learn more about the programs that are out there. So yeah, I'm happy to review those with you if that would be helpful. A few programs or like subscriptions or pages that I currently have given my stamp of approval. Um, the first one is called Join, spelled J-O-Y-N as in Nancy. They have an Instagram page, but also a website. And it's a monthly fitness subscription. And their whole idea is it's like fitness for everybody. So they have yoga, they have hit, they have strengthening, dancing, um, foundations of boxing, so many different things. And what's really cool about um, this, this program, this website, is that the instructors are all folks that live in larger bodies. So again, it's just way more inclusive. Um, I think sometimes I'm not somebody that says that they live in a larger body, but I've spoken with a lot of folks that do. And it's really discouraging when every single like fitness membership or video on YouTube that they are told to follow along to is led by like a small bodied white woman. So I think if you are somebody that is looking for more diversity in um, your fitness instructors, join is a great option to look into. I personally haven't done it, but just from having following followed them and browsing their website, I think I can give them my stamp of approval. Another um, two Instagram pages that I really wanna promote, one is Achieve Fitness Boston. I have followed them for several years. Um, they are a gym based out of Boston that is um, owned by a husband and wife and they have the cutest little boy. But I really like them because um, their motto again is like fitness for anybody, everybody, and everybody. The everybody, everybody is like everybody is in everyone, but then also every body, like large bodies, small bodies, black bodies, brown bodies, white bodies, all the bodies. Um, so I really like their page because they do not focus on um, like body size or weight related outcomes or progress. They have really helpful strength training tips and um, just good content in general. So I like to promote them. They also have a really helpful YouTube page with a bunch of different um, exercise demonstrations, which is one that I use when I wanna send demonstrations to people. Another one is my sister. So she was on episode two of Given the Bird, Leslie Koss. She is amazing. Her Instagram, she also has um, a Facebook group called Busy Buff Bitches, <laughs> or you can find her on Instagram at Leslie Hines Koss. She posts a lot of great workouts on there, um, either body weight or like movement breaks or mobility focused or kettlebell focused. Um, and she, again, is one of the first people that like helped me think more about movement for like strength um, rather than to like change the size and shape of my body. So I got to give her a shout out. And the last one that I have to shout out is the newest subscription that I have subscribed to again, that like movement and mindfulness one that I talked about in the beginning of the episode. It is the Hype Hub from BootBud. So BootBot, if you don't already follow them on Instagram, you have to. Emily is amazing. She is a 500-hour yoga teacher. 
and there might be more that she's involved in with yoga. She is a certified Strong First kettlebell instructor. She is a breathwork and meditation facilitator. She does all the things, and she is just a bright ray of freaking sunshine every single day. I love her so much. Um, but the Hype Hub is really cool because for $22 a month, you get access to yoga flows, meditations, um, mobility, uh, kettlebell workouts, bodyweight workouts. Um, I feel like I'm missing something, but a lot of good stuff. So it's an amazing deal, one that I have decided to subscribe to. Um, and definitely check her out if you haven't already. You, She doesn't know this, and um, nobody knows this, but I'm going to reach out to Emily to have her on the podcast. And I feel very strong that she, very strongly that she's going to accept. <laughs> so look forward to hearing from Emily on a future episode of Give Him the Bird. I hope hearing these different kind of red flags or things to look out for when purchasing a fitness program is helpful for you. And I hope that these four resources that I've listed at the end of the podcast are things that you can go follow, you can go look at, get good ideas from, and again, just help you to create this healthy relationship with yourself and your body and movement in 2021 because honeys, that's what we all need. We need more love for our bodies <laughs> in the new year. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. If you feel so inclined, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you may be on. I will see you back here in two weeks for another episode. But in the meantime, go give them the bird.